I talked to my friend Colin this morning. And this morning, he was awoken by a guy in a white pickup truck pounding on his front windshield and waking him up. And, uh, and Colin says, what do you want? And the guy says, you're on my property. And Colin said, well, it looked abandoned. It doesn't look like there's anything here. It's just a dirt road off to the side of the road. He said, it's my property. You're trespassing. So Colin says, okay, I'll, I'll get out of my sleeping bag, get dressed, and I'll leave. And uh, he said, you can go on your way. I'll be gone in about 15 minutes. But he said, he told me that the guy was standing there just staring in the window at him. And Colin's in his sleeping bag, and the guy didn't say anything, just stared in the window. And uh, finally, he managed to get his shorts on in the sleeping bag and got out. And the guy just stared at him the whole time until he pulled away. So, I mean, there's things like that that happen all the time. The weird stuff happens. That was Ian McIntyre from Season 5 of So You Owned a VW Bus talking about his friend, Colin Kellogg, also from Season 5 of So You Owned a VW Bus and the places where Colin sleeps. Well, that seems... That's oversimplifying it a bit. Yeah, uh, I guess we got to give a little bit of background about Colin. Colin is like a road warrior. He drives... uh, He estimated it out at one point, and he's driven just shy of 16 million miles. He has a speed. Yeah. Well, and and a little background. Wait, you're going to let that go? I said 16 million, and you're like, that sounds right. You said he said it. I took you and he at his word. Is that... That's not possible? 16 million? I mean, that's a bit. What did he say, much. really? Do you remember? No, he didn't give us a number. Oh, but he's driven a lot. Actually, he did give us a number. He did. I don't, I don't, I don't recall it. it. It's like several hundred thousand. It's like maybe a million miles. I mean, men overestimate the size of many things. So I wasn't surprised when you said that. At any rate. Mm-hmm. So, and you don't just have to give background on Colin. I think you have to give a little background on what it's like to find a place to sleep when you're traveling through the entire U.S. in a bus. Yes. Uh, so Colin is running around the United States. He uh, fixes any and everything on a bus. And he has gone coast to coast 347 times in his life. And he does. Is that is that a real number? No, that's not See, a real I number. Take you at your word again. I just trusted you. That's my mistake here is trusting you. Uh, and along the way, he has to find places to sleep. And so sometimes, you know, he pulls off the side of the road. Sometimes, you know, uh, in a spot that might be questionable. Uh, other times he actually ends up finding indoor accommodations. Okay. Like? Like a hotel. Okay. Well, I mean, hotels are not all the same. No, no. Uh, There are uh, nice hotels, like the kind where... um, Where Julia Roberts lived in Pretty Woman. Yeah, like that. And then at the opposite end, you have uh, some of the hotels that Colin has posted about on his uh, Facebook group, Itinerant Air Cooled. And they uh, lack a certain... um, They might have been places Julie Roberts stayed before she became Pretty Woman. Indeed. 
And so I, I can't deprive our listeners of a story that he told about one such stay in a hotel. I invite you to embrace all the assholes you're going to meet. Wait until they do. Wait until they do. I bring that up because I don't. I wouldn't want to pave over the complexity of humans. We're all pretty terrible. Wait until you see the litter that I've had to walk through, and wait until you've experienced the motels I have had to survive. You could hate people readily, and I do. I hate it. Okay, and and there are some remarkable buttheads out there, and it's who we are. And I reckon I gotta be too. And I am. I have selfish moments. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen one. But I have them. <laughs> do you believe in littering? No. No, littering no. is terrible, right? Right. I think littering is despicable. Now ask me if I've ever littered. Right. Aren't these complexities amazing? The only way through them is to know within yourself, kind of who you are and who you're with, right? And for me, people. That's why I got to get away from them. I enjoy individuals, and I have friends. There are people I love. On this earth to the day I die, right? But my God, are they surrounded by a lot of buttheads? You know, I'll give you one anecdote of how I handled the butthead at a motel in Pittsfield, Massachusetts, just before the hurricane hit. All right, he and his girlfriend—they were 18 years old, one room over. They're having a fight at three in the morning. I hate you. I don't ever want to see you again. Wham goes the door. And then, right when you're about to fall asleep, the argument is down at the car. You know, opening and slamming doors. I hate you. Go away. I never want to see you. Blah 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 blah. It was just a noisy mess at three in the morning. Do you think they were being considerate of the other motel guests, including moi? No, they weren't. So in the morning, I walk out of my room, and there he is. He's back. And he's smoking a cigarette down the balcony, and so as I walked by, I said, "That is not going to happen again tonight." And he goes, "Oh yeah, maybe I ought to just beat the blah 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 out of you." And then he starts inviting a fight, and then he's threatening to throw me over the banister. You old blah blah blah, and he gives me a whole rash of stuff. Well, I have the voice. There is the Jedi voice. Do you know what it is? No. Do you know what the Jedi voice is within you? I do. What is it? Because I was a teacher. Okay. Yeah. What is it? It, it? it is the one that invites no further comment. Exactly. Yes. It's the one that you mean. Yes. So I got this hot-headed punk. I'm looking at his girlfriend on the bed, and I remember feeling this unbelievable affection for both of these sorry little idiots, and. On the outside of that affection, I had to give them the Jedi voice, which was, "You and I both know you are not going to touch me." And then I walked by, and he backed off. 
he backed off, right? So now I'm down in the office, I'm talking to the hotelier, and I said, that was quite a disruption last night. What would you recommend I do if anything like that should show up tonight? And he goes, call the police. And I said, no, the police have a lot of big things to do, not maintain order at the Econo Lodge in Pittsfield. I think this might be on you, sir. And he goes, well, we only have one person on duty at night. You really should call the police. I said, I just don't like this. At which point, the kid comes in the lobby and he's walking over towards the desk. He caught the last bit of my little soliloquy and so he knows we're talking about him and he launches into a defense of himself and what an asshole I am to the hotel guy who's an old man like me. Guess what? You know, we got a fraternity called old men who dribble piss, right? This kid didn't have a chance. So he's trying and trying with his excuses and excuses. And I'm thinking, I really need a peaceful night. And I don't need this belligerence. So I turned to the kid and I said, I want you and your girlfriend to meet me up in my room. And I am going to show you why I need peace and quiet. At which point the kid doesn't know what to do because it's not a fight. And he's still only 18. He's got curiosity. And there it is. And he's like, okay. So I invited him and his girlfriend down and I showed him the art that I was doing. And he was enthralled. And he told me he wanted to travel across the country in his Jeep. I didn't say that, nope, it ain't gonna make it. Uh, <laughs> but his girlfriend's like, oh, that, that one's pretty, you know. It, it broke things down and it allowed connection and I got to tell them to leave and now I got a new problem which is that he's my best friend and every problem he has with his girlfriend he wants to come down to my room and tell me about it no but this is better than getting thrown off the balcony so that's uh you know uh, what it's like to stay indoors I suppose if you're Colin Kellogg but oftentimes, if you're in a VW bus, you are camping uh, out of doors. You're somewhere else. You are. And if you are traveling the way that Colin does and the way that we did, and you're on the road every day for an extended period of time, um, sometimes you can actually stop at a place that you you may not make it to, like a campground or some official place that you are allowed to stay or that is like clearly designated for sleeping. And it, it can get a little dicey because you also just may be really tired. You didn't get to the place, something happens, and you're faced with the first time that you have to make a decision to sleep uh, in some weird place that wasn't meant for sleeping. And then uh, if somebody sees you there, their first instinct is to uh, call the police and the police will show up and knock on your window and tell you to leave. Yeah, they will They will roll you out of there. Because it is apparently far safer to have a sleepy driver on the road than have somebody pulled off uh, in a parking lot somewhere. So I've had good interactions with cops. Most of the time they're going to praise the car. 
couple of times I've been caught driving in the desert where I dress down for ventilation and they're like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. You stopped me. <laughs> got stopped by a bunch of cops in Georgia and it had a completely different flavor. It was, put your hands behind your head where we can see and sit up, don't move, don't not move, you know, blah, 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 get out of the vehicle, turn around, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't the usual, what you doing down here? It was on a totally different level and it was raining in Georgia, all right? So I'm sitting there doing their thing exactly the way they want and blah, blah. And now I'm getting irritated because it's raining and I still don't know why we're going through this rigmarole, right? So I finally sort of picked out the guy who looked like he was Mr. Boss Man. I said, would you like to explain to me what this is about? And he says, we had an armed robbery a quarter of a mile away from here. At which point, I looked at him and I said, okay, an armed robber just did an armed robbery, drove away in his Volkswagen bus, and pulled over within a quarter of a mile and said, ah, I got to take a nap. I said, really? At which point, the other officer lost his composure. <laughs> <laughs> And this guy is having a hard time keeping all the shit going because it really was as ludicrous as it sounded. Just ludicrous, right? So they let me go. That was the toughest one. The Texas one was just a party. I was dead asleep next to the railroad tracks. I see lights and sirens and about four cars all tearing up to my little parking spot, the railroad tracks out in Texas. And I'm thinking, holy shit. They must think I'm somebody I'm not. So they have all the flashlights going. They're a little bit more friendly. You know, what are you doing out here? And it's like, what are you doing out here? Right? And they said, well, my buddy saw your bus a couple miles ago. And you said, that was the nicest bus I've ever seen. He says, you guys have got to come see this thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 they can do it more quietly. That's a scary way to yeah, I was adrenaline, but I thought this this outcome's all right. I'll get to sleep eventually. But it was a lot of cars. The one guy was a fan. I knew that. He was just totally blown away. The other three are just like, he likes VWs. <laughs> so there you have it, a uh, detour about trying to get a good night's sleep on the road. And actually, I got to say, sleeping in the bus... Some of the best sleep I've ever had. So both of us on the road had the most amazing and vivid dreams. And that's, I would love to hear from other people. I, I hope they'll email us, drop us a line, uh, shout out. Can you shout out like on their favorite radio station or something? Just shout out and call Just in. Open up your front <laughs> door and shout. Yeah. Carrier pigeon, a message. I want to know. Um, I want what them their to visit me like. in my dream. Oh, that's yeah. that's astral projection. Yeah, yeah. I want you to astrally project yourself you into... You better be careful what you wish for, pal. <laughs> ...into my dream and tell me about your dreams. Yeah, that's... Well, we can't say anything more than that. That's it. You have to... That's the end of this. Okay. 
Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. <laughs>